All right, Pierre, time now for Listening to Lunch. We play the audio clips you need to hear, and we react to them. It's as simple as that. There's not a whole lot to it other than us, well, having opinions on uh, audio clips. And here we go with the Listening Lunch here on Ken Levick Alive. And I need Pierre to listen to Joe Judge, Giants head coach, after face planting in Chicago on Sunday. Just a comedy of errors with, uh, with the Giants and the Bears and Joe Judge on uh, on on Sunday initially was talking about how it was a culture change and there's a foundation change and this is a a team that is going places this is a team that's still on the rise even though they can't do anything right I want to listen this is what it sounds like when a coach knows that he's on the hot seat <laughs> here is Joe Judge But I know this. I know the first time I ever talked to you guys in front of a microphone, what the hell did I talk about? Foundation, right? Talking about building from the ground up, building the right thing. Okay? Now, you guys ain't been in the building for two years now with this coach. All right, but I'll tell you right now. All right, if you're in the damn building, you walk on through our locker room, you ain't seeing that crap you saw before. All right? You ain't seeing guys right now planning vacations. You ain't seeing golf clubs in front of players' locker. You ain't seeing that stuff. Okay? You ain't seeing that. All right? And that's not because of some high school program we're cracking with. That's because our guys understand how to play together as a team. And they understand the process of how they're going through. So I can go through a whole X's and O's evaluation. I can go through a roster evaluation. I can go through a lot of things for you right now, okay? I do it every day myself. I go through all that stuff. But in terms of the next step to take, I can tell you right now, okay, I know we're a whole lot closer to where we're going than we are further away. I don't know if I buy that. <laughs> I don't know if they're a lot closer uh, to where they're going. What's their record right now? Four and twelve, dead last. It's like last year they were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they they haven't uh, they have not been very good, uh, especially under Joe Judge. By the way, discipline head coach Joe Judge, a man who is going to come in, and the Giants are penalized the most, a lot, not the most, but a lot, a lot, a lot. enough to not win enough. Yeah, games. and That's- enough where fans are like, what is the point of Joe Judge? Uh, I'm not sure they're actually – just because they no longer have Odell Beckham uh, and uh, several teammates going on vacation a couple of days before a playoff game doesn't actually mean that they're closer to where they want to be than they were two seasons ago. That sounds like a guy, especially when you hear a coach talking like that after a bad loss where there's like the edge, the intense. Oh, they lost. That was a loss after they lost to Chicago. To Chicago. And I mean – Chicago's a bad team too. They're bad. <laughs> They're bad. <laughs> like we're talking, we're talking, and, and Joe Judge is a special teams guy. We're talking. Did they lose a close game? No, 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 was, no. This was this was pretty embarrassing. They're it not was, close. It was ugly. They're not close. No, they're not close at all. And uh, you've been around more your Washington days. Mm-hmm. Some some teams and coaches that felt like the bottom was was falling out a little bit. Uh, here's also Joe Judge talking about how there are still. Many players, in his words, that find that Giants locker room to be the promised land. I, I want you to hear this and see if you buy what Joe Judge is saying. I can tell you, we got more players here who are going to be free agents next year, All right, who are in my office every day, begging to come back. I know that. Begging. Okay, I know that. Or players that we coached last year that still call me twice a week talking about you know how much they wish they were still here and they're getting paid more somewhere else. Okay? So... <laughs> <laughs> I know we've got the right foundational pieces in. I know we have some players, some key positions. 
right, that are guys you can build with, keep carrying on. All right. I know we got the right temperament. I know we got the right culture in terms of teaching the players. Okay, which is why I don't come up here and try to assassinate some player because I think it's going to save my Okay, because behind closed doors, we shut those doors. I can tell every player to a man, look him in the eye, exactly what the hell he screwed up on and exactly how it's got to get fixed. I can tell him to hold him as accountable as can be because I ain't going to sit up here like some other coward sitting behind the microphone and put his players on blast. Okay, that's it. I signed up to be the head coach here. Whatever bull gets fired, better get fired for me. You got that? It's got to go through me to get to that. That's the way it is. All right, Joe. Uh, now, this was part of an 11-minute rant, by the way, <laughs> from Joe Judge. So you're hearing just barely a fraction of the 11 minutes. Uh, a lot to unpack there. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, do you buy, Pierre, that there are players who are begging to come <laughs> back to the 4-12 and Giants? Joe Judge's right. Giants, who were also 6-10 and last year and lost to the Bears 29-3 on Sunday. And do you buy even more? Isn't that tampering? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, especially, I've got players calling me twice a week who are making more money elsewhere who want to come back. Do you buy that there are players? I think they should look into that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, NFL, NFL. I think the Giants should look into it. Yeah. <laughs> and that gives them a reason right. to let Joe Judge go without him. Yeah, yeah. The Giants are like, oh, yeah, Tampa, you're fired. Bye. I like Pierre Garcon, NFL GM, has a nice ring to it here. Like, the NFL GM, Pierre Garcon, be like, ah, new head coach. There's my job. I like the way your mind works. That's good. Uh, I I severely, and I mean severely, and I mean as seriously as I can possibly be, do not believe that there are players elsewhere who make more money who are calling Joe Judge twice a week to tell him, please, in the offseason, can you make a move for me to come back to the Giants? Oh, man, I don't believe it either. There's, They're 4-12. and 12. Yeah. People do love New York, playing for New York, being yeah. in New York. Go visit it. It's when, a nice place to visit. You don't have When to you're losing, it. it's yeah. really bad. When you're winning, it's really good. When you're losing, it's really bad. And both teams are doing really both bad. Are, yeah, I mean, really there's a legitimate question. What's a more miserable football situation? Is it the Jets or is it the Giants? Like, I feel like at the very least, the Jets. I think it's the Jets. Do you? Because they've at least got their the rookie Giants have Eli. You know, they have Michael. Or the, they, you know, they're Jones. living off the history. They're like, yeah, they, they have won <laughs> Super Bowls more recently. You're yeah, right. Yeah, and but that's why. That's the only reason why. <laughs> I think the Jets, because they have new coach, even though he struggled a little bit, they have new quarterback, even though he struggled a little bit, they are coming off of, they, they beat up on the Jaguars. Okay, whatever. That's neg- negligible. But <laughs> they, they almost beat Tommy. They yeah, look yeah, yeah. like they're improving a little bit. I almost feel like the Jets right now feel a little bit better than the Giants, partly because I don't know what the Giants are. And I don't know, under Joe Judge especially, what are they? What's their personality? Because you'd think discipline. They're not discipline. You'd think special teams. They're not good on special teams. Daniel Jones, uh, it feels like that's kind of over. Uh, defensively, they're not great. I don't know what the Giants are. I don't know what the Giants do well. I don't think they do anything well. They're going through the motion. That's yeah. that's, that's they just what, they're waiting. They're waiting for something to spark, and a spark is usually at quarterback or you know a receiver, which we thought Galloway would have been. Yeah, but or one of the guys the, calling the Joe Judge twice a week, <laughs> getting paid more, saying, "I want to come back." Maybe that's the spark. The Who the, knows? the young receiver that they have uh, from UF, um, <laughs> the first round pick. You know, they they need a spark, and that's what you know I think would have helped them, but. There's been nothing. I, I don't know their identity, like you said, because I had high hopes for Galloway when he went there. I was like, yeah. all right, you're a big-time receiver in New York. You know, you don't need much but to throw it up to him, and yeah. you know, he's going to make it happen. But 
They're listless. I mean, they are absolutely listless. Listening to lunch here on ESPN 106.3, Ken Levick Live with Pierre Garcon. Uh, another half hour or so. Uh, Paul Feinbaum, he was on SportsCenter, college football analyst, of course, college football radio host, ESPN. We spent a lot of time, Pierre, yesterday talking mm-hmm. about Jim Harbaugh and whether he should leave Michigan, head to the NFL, athletic report that he's thinking about it uh, after Michigan went to the college football playoff. We discussed whether or not he was a success if he went to Michigan, uh, or if he went to the NFL, if he'd be a success at Michigan. But Paul Feinbaum, should Jim Harbaugh leave? Should Jim Harbaugh go to the NFL? This is what Paul Feinbaum had to say. I think he should leave if he gets one of these offers. He has done the unthinkable. He has proven the critics wrong, especially me. And I don't think he can do any better uh, at Michigan. I, I, I think ultimately he got the most out of that team that anyone could possibly get out of them. Can Michigan get to a higher level where they can hang with a Georgia or Alabama? I'm, I'm really not sure they can. Uh, Ohio State is a better program overall, and, and they did, they couldn't do it last year against Alabama, losing by 28. And I think if the Bears or the Raiders or somebody else comes calling, uh, he should go. You've heard me say this over and over again guys i think he's a better pro coach it's just a different uh, animal and i i think he has to be thinking about what happened to him a year ago just put yourself in his position they call you in they cut your salary in half they say uh you know we don't think you're doing a good job but come back if you want uh, we'll, we'll be more than happy to keep your office warm and he comes back and he does the unthinkable he wins the big 10 he beats ohio state and now he has an opportunity to leave so i think he should i think that's spot on Because Michigan is not going to be Ohio State. It pains Michigan fans. I get it in that rivalry. But Ohio State's the standard. Michigan finally beat Ohio State first time in a decade. They won a Big Ten championship. This is the time for Jim Harbaugh to go elsewhere. This is the time for Jim Harbaugh to head to the NFL. If he wants one more shot at it, I'm with Feinbaum. Do it. You're going to have a huge market. I I understand the point of view. It, it's all up to to Jim. You know, being in an NFL head coach is not easy. You played under him, right? No, uh, uh-uh. uh. I thought you did for mm-hmm. some reason. Mm-hmm. He was in San Francisco, but that was before I got. There. Oh, that was before. Okay, yeah. he had left by the uh-huh. time you got there. Uh, but it depends on what's important to him. It, like you said, I didn't know they cut his salary in half. Yeah, uh, yeah, they, they that, cut, that's a slap in the face. They cut his salary, <laughs> and that was the only way he kept his job this year. And and he found a way. Like that's a huge ego hit, right? right like that's yeah. cut your knees out from under you. And what did he do? He won. won a Big Ten championship. That so, says a lot. Does he ask for more money, or does he? Well, that's going to be because if you go to the NFL, you're three years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Depending that, on the situation, it's, it's not a good situation if you're arguing your job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, 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 or would he go as a coordinator somewhere? No, no, no. no. This he is head coach. head coach. This is head coach. Yeah, that's not. Uh, I mean, I, I think I think Jim Harbaugh should go because again, I don't know. He's not going to win a national championship in Michigan. Michigan isn't that program anymore. Much like two, I understand that. Like the, it, just like the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes are not national title material, but Michigan has become what Canes fans should want Miami to be, and that is now occasionally you can compete for a conference championship and maybe flirt with the playoff. Are you going to be national title material? No, you're not. But Jim Harbaugh, what he did at Michigan, even though it took him seven years, should be the blueprint of what Canes fans want from Mario Cristobal now Mm -hmm. at Miami. And Jim Harbaugh is someone who has already shown it at the NFL level. He's gone to a Super Bowl. He took an unknown quantity in Colin Kaepernick, revolutionized an NFL offense, and came a play away from winning the, the Super Bowl. Whether it's the Raiders or the Bears, I said yesterday... The Jags. The Jags or the Dolphins. If... Or the Dolphins. If, I mean, Stephen Ross, Dolphins owner, Michigan guy, loves Harbaugh, tried to get him before, uh, fell that, short. That, 
That's possible. And I like Brian Flores. I'm a huge fan of Brian Flores, but the Dolphins keep getting these first-time head coaches, and it does not work. Tua is a Jim RPO. Harbaugh is a Jim Harbaugh type of quarterback. Absolutely, RPO guy. I know. I said, <laughs> yeah, it's what I mentioned Tua yesterday. Is, if you want Tua an RPO is. guy, uh, Tua's Tua. RPO through and through. Jim Harbaugh can maximize that, right? I yes, I've seen him do it. Yeah, so that could be fitting. Now Pierre's <laughs> speaking my language. That's right. I, we want the Dolphins to win. Yeah, <laughs> I need the Dolphins. Well, to win. Pierre knows that I am the uh, I am the the president of the Pro Tua. <laughs> March here in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast. Pierre's just preaching to me now. I love it. I love it. Yeah, Jim Harbaugh, I think, I agree with Paul Feinbaum that go to the NFL. Do it now because he'll always be able to fall back into a college, college job. Yeah, I agree. He will not be able to if next year Michigan ends up going in. Uh, you know they don't they don't live up yeah, to they win eight games. Big Ten championship. Yeah, yeah you're not going to the NFL. Yeah, I agree on that. And it was cool when him and his brother were doing a press conference together at the Super Bowl. Absolutely, it was like, I was like that. That is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, cutting the salary was what I didn't know, and now yeah. I know. And I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> that's how valuable I am to you. All right, cool. Let me go somewhere <laughs> yeah. else. The wins, you know, like you say, it's gonna be tough to win, but you know. It's football. It's always tough. To I just know watching the Rose Bowl and Friday Night Lights and I were talking about it yesterday, seeing Ohio State just rolling out. I mean, Ohio State at this point can roll footballs onto the field and line them up as receivers, and they're going to catch three touchdowns a game. Like, it's scary. It's a scary proposition what Ohio State's bringing back with uh, C.J. Stroud. One more here in the listening lunch. We play the audio clips. We react to it. You listen and react if you'd like it. 888 It was uh, Dose 1 of Evan Cohen today, 11.55, leading in us here on ESPN 106.3. And Evan was talking about Dirk Nowitzki and him having his number retired by the Mavs last night. And Evan brought up a fascinating, fascinating conversation. Last night, the Dallas Mavericks honored Dirk Nowitzki, who played his entire career in Dallas, Hall of Fame player, won a championship, as we know, unfortunately, against the Heat in 2011. And so much of the Dirk conversation centers around the fact that Dirk Nowitzki is a player in sports that was on one team, now technically drafted by the Bucks, but on one team his entire career and had that loyalty to the team, and the team had the loyalty right back to him. And I understand that there's no such thing in loyalty in sports today. And I'm not asking for there to be loyalty in sports today because I think that that is a ridiculous thought to even have at this point with how much money is being thrown out there and the way that we see guys change teams. But it did remind me, unfortunately, that yes, Dwayne Wade did not play his entire career with the Miami Heat and Tom Brady did not play his entire career with the New England Patriots. But it also got me thinking. Are there guys in sports today that we could look at and say, you know what, this guy will be a Hall of Fame caliber player, play more than 10 years, and only play for one team? So I love that. I completely love that. I'm going to piggyback off of that because I was racking my brain when I heard that. And it was only a couple of minutes before the show started, Mm -hmm. and it's me distracted by Evan's topic and not getting ready to do the radio show with my name on it. And so I had to incorporate it. Think about it. Dirk Nowitzki. And in the NBA, it's especially, especially hard. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki, one team that is number retired last night, a Mav from start to finish. That's so rare. Not even Dwayne Wade did that. And he is Mr. Heat, and he's now with the Jazz organization, which drives me insane pretty much on a daily basis. But even from an NFL standpoint, uh, Evan brought up Patrick Mahomes as a possibility. Hall of Fame guy, more than 10 years in Kansas City. But can you guarantee that? 
Is that is that guaranteed? Russell Wilson, he might not be back in Seattle next year, and he'd be a prime candidate for this five True. years ago, right? I, I I don't know who Justin Herbert with the Chargers. But the Chargers aren't one of those organizations where you say to yourself, especially the L.A. version, ah, look at all the tradition, proud to be a lifelong Charger like Phillip Rivers mm-hmm. wasn't. That's the thing, too. Uh, Phillip Rivers like came to mind, but Phillip Rivers had his cup of coffee with Indy. So not even he ended up being with the Chargers his entire career. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's Herbert would be a good. But hey, as you get as you get pushed, as you get older, you get pushed out the door. Yeah. Like we saw Big Ben. Yeah, but Big Ben's going to end up, I think, I think that's going to be a wrap with the Steelers. Um, Aaron Rodgers, that's still up in the air. We don't know if he's going to stay in Green Bay. He might, but we don't know that for a fact. Like you said, the game has changed, and it's win now, and you know, there's a short leash. Yeah. I mean, basketball and football, those two sports, the best players Arguably of all time are currently active. Tom Brady and LeBron James. And Tom Brady's on his second team and LeBron's on his one, two, three, third team. It's it, it could be like, you know, offensive linemen and and linebackers and stuff. Yeah, like that. Right. The the right. primetime players. Yeah. You know. Oh man. If if we if we went that route where we just started to try and pick out offensive line Hall of Fame offensive linemen that would stay with one team. We, those, when they bring in those left tackles, you know, know they're like, Hey, you gotta allow tackle for ten years now. Yeah. You know. But I would, I would, I tell you what, that would be an elite level radio show if we could do that. And guess what this show isn't? An elite level radio show. And that's your listening lunch here on ESPN 1063. Who are we missing? Who do you think watching now in any sport, in any sport, as Evan put it, a guy who plays at least 10 years, Hall of Famer, that will stay with one team, start to finish, start and retire with one team like Dirk Nowitzki is. Derrick Henry? Did. Derrick Henry's a possibility. He's definitely a possibility. But that position, is yeah, yeah. if you start wearing down, it starts <laughs> to become a carousel. Is there a player that we can't think of that you think will Mac play Jones? 10 years? You there's think Mac Jones? There's a history there, and he's actually doing good now. You think Mac Jones is going to be a Hall of Famer? It's too early to tell. Oh, but I want to bang my head in the he's, door. He's... he's He's on the right track with the right team, you know. Oh, I'm about to throw up. Uh, uh, Ten years, <laughs> I, Hall of Famer. I hope so, but I don't. I, you know, it's too early to tell. It's, Go it's back to saying nice year. things about Tua, please. Uh, Ten years. Tua will not be on one team his whole career. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about there. Uh, Ten years, start to finish with a team, Hall of Famer. Is there someone right now that we think is on that path? That's not Ben. That's not. Aaron Rodgers, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. He is the great Pierre Garcon, who no longer loves Tua. It was a nice fleeting couple of seconds. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.